Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're going to be talking about modern day feminism. Wanda and I like to think that we are feminists, but we're not always 100%. Um, we're always a work in progress, and there are things that we reflect on. Um, and we're going to be talking about that this episode. But before we start, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. Okay. So originally, we were supposed to film the podcast uh, about 20 to... 20 minutes ago, 20 to 25 minutes ago. And the reason I ended up delaying it is because I have gotten back into playing Maple Story. Um, my entire childhood, not childhood, I guess from like grade six to grade eight, I spent a lot of time playing Maple Story. I spent a lot of my effort trying to get like NX and everything, like doing online surveys and all that stuff. And it was great. It was the time of my life. I love Maple Story. But then, like, because you don't want, like, a 12-year-old to be on the computer all the time playing games, my parents got very bad at me for it. And eventually, like, it just got boring, and I stopped playing. So now we are back, and it is much easier to do things, like leveling up, and it is still as fun as ever. And the reason why I delayed it was because I was very close to level 30 and I wanted to get to level 30 before we started the podcast because when you get to level 30, you get a new set of skills and you get to choose like the next path forward in your like skills, career, advancement, whatever set. And I really needed that. I really needed to get there. So I have no regrets about starting this podcast later because of wanting to continue to play. And I'm probably going to play for the next little bit and we'll see how long this lasts. Oh my God. I can't believe you. Jordan has corrupted you. Now you're a gamer girl. Yeah, it's 100% him. So he's been wanting to get me to play for the last like two years. Like he used to play MapleStory as a kid too. He's still playing MapleStory? Like, he plays it, he used to, like, on and off. Like, he played it much longer than I did. Like, he started playing, like, grade four, grade five. And he played, like, all the way until, like, later than I did. Like, so he started earlier, he finished later. And then he's been, like, sometimes playing periodically, like, throughout, like, high school, university, all that stuff. And ever since we, he found out that I also played when I was younger, he was like, oh, my God, we should play. But it's a Windows-only thing. And I, I'm a Mac girl, and I love Apple anyway yeah so i never got to play because i didn't have a windows computer but now uh jordan has rigged up a computer from his dad's to be able to play and he has finally have gotten me to start again and wow flashbacks nostalgia numb Wait, so you're you're playing <laughs> maple story on your mac or on jordan's dad's computer jordan dad's jordan's dad's computer so once you leave Jordan's place, will you continue playing or are you done? I will continue playing because uh, Jordan has offered me to borrow the computer in the meantime. To, continue, to play MapleStory. To play MapleStory. Like, the, oh key <laughs> the keyboard doesn't work. Um, so we, you have to connect an external keyboard to it. The trackpad doesn't really work. So we have to connect an external mouse to it. But it's oh. still as fun. And it's... I'm going to have trouble quitting again. I hope I don't, but I think I'm going to have trouble quitting again. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not like League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. This is, this is a fair point. I mean, they really say that you regress to your former self when you're in quarantine. Oh, God. That's terrible. 
I mean, we we did regress a little bit, like the pump punk pop punk phase, um, gaming phase. I wonder what else we went through. Can't remember. Yeah, I'm really I running through out a little of, gaming phase. Yeah, really running out of things to really running out of things to do. Yeah. So I'm going I guess I can't really judge you because I played Animal Crossing for a while. Yeah, what the heck? It's basically the same thing. Yeah, but like everyone else was playing it, so it was like a cool thing. Yeah, and I'm just not a follower and I don't follow what's cool and I forge my own path. Lucky if you say so. <laughs> Anyways, what is your <laughs> update then? Okay. My update is well, it was going to be a beef, but I think maybe it will just be an update. Mm -hmm. So this past week, I don't know why, but me and my mom are constantly getting compared to. Um, and it's kind of weird. Like, yes, I am. I I guess I should be happy. It's like, oh, great. My mom looks great. And I look. Oh, OK. So people keep thinking that me and my mom look like sisters or friends. Today, I went to Costco with my mother. And then I scanned, like, I gave the card to them. And they looked at me and they looked at my mom and they're like, oh, my God, are you the daughter? And I was like, yes. What the hell does that mean? And they're like, oh, sorry. Like, I thought you guys were like just friends or like sisters or something. I had no idea you'd be the daughter. And I was like, that is so rude. What does that even mean? This has happened four times this week. And then earlier this week at my mom's store, um, someone was like, are you the daughter or the mom? And my mom was like, I'm the mother. And then they like left the store. And then like from the door, they're like, okay, take off your mask. And then my mom did. And they're like, oh my God, you are the mom. I'm like what? I thought you were the daughter. I had no idea. Like you guys look the same. I'm like, this is such an ego boost for my mother. What is this? It's really weird too. And how old is your mother? She is turning 59 in a couple weeks. I am 25. <laughs> 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 this is this is truly the origin, my villain origin story. That's so funny. She is literally like almost three times older than you. This is my villain origin <laughs> story. I, I don't know how I can continue on like this. And like no shade to your mom. I think she looks absolutely amazing for her age. I think she is like so pretty, but you guys do not look like you're within the same age range. Thank you so much. That that means a lot to me. Um to be fair, these are all white people, except for the Costco lady today. She was Filipino. Not sure what was going on there. Maybe it's just because we had masks on. Um, yeah, that was pretty disappointing. I also, think I have a second update. Oh, oh but yeah, keep going. Okay, I, but I just, th I just think it's the mask, right? Like, because you cover so much of your face, it's really only the eyes that are, like, that stand out. And maybe because, like, your mom wears makeup and you don't. I don't know. How old do I, how old do I look <laughs> right now? Tell me. Tell me right now. You look 50. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners out there, I just covered half my face. Um, if it helps, like, remember that whole thing where I was like, I think I'm more attractive with a mask on because, like, I've never been hit on in public. And when I wore a mask, I was hit on in public. And I'm like... <laughs> wait a second like why like firstly i think we've talked about this like why would you hit on someone when you don't know what the like 60 percent of their face looks like yeah. but like maybe that's the same thing for like you guys like she just gets more attractive with the mask on uh love it that's terrible I though i think i don't think i've been hit on once with a mask on how ugly am i i think i objectively also look way better with a mask on though 
like only the first half of my face wow great you'll see the rest <laughs> of my pimples <laughs> yeah exactly like all like everything's like centered on the bottom of my face so it's like breakouts yeah. who like no one sees them during the pandemic and it's great yeah who's sephora sephora losing money here yeah me. jk i just bought stuff <laughs> That like, so that's like similar. Remember that time that me and my mom went to a dealership and I told you that the lady was like, okay, so you guys are sisters. And like my mom is 50, she is turning, I think 53 this year. Um, I'm 24. And when we, this was back in maybe like February of this year, maybe a little bit earlier, maybe like the end of last year, I have no idea. but. We go in and she's like, oh, like, so you guys are sisters. And my mom's like, no, this is my daughter. And she's like, oh, my God, how old are you? And my mom's like, I'm like 50. I'm like 52. And she's like, and she goes to me and she's like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 24. And she's like, oh, you just you look so much older. And your mom like looks so much younger. And I'm like, this is not the compliment that you think it is. This is like a backhanded compliment to both of you. <laughs> yeah, <Or> to you. <laughs> more to me. Like, I don't like. Firstly, why did you like have to ask me my age? Like, what, what, what's the point of this? Mm -hmm. Also, like, do two sisters go in and buy cars often? Is that more of a similar? Like, is that more of a dynamic than like a mother and a daughter? Uh. Since we both don't have sisters, anyone out there who has sisters, let us know in the comments. Would you go in and buy a car with your sister? Yeah, like that's like maybe if I was like one of us was a spinster sister, like that, that might make sense. When yeah. I say spinster, I mean like unmarried, no boyfriend, all that stuff. And I, I feel like I feel weird saying that. I should take that back. Oh, ties in well with our episode, though. Yeah. OK, but anyways, second update. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to save it for my beef. OK. OK. What is your beef or crush of the week? So my beef of the week is uh, what's similar to what Maggie has been experiencing the last few weeks, allergies. So um, Maggie's allergies seem to be coming to an end. She seems to be getting, no, okay. That's what you told me before, Never mind. It did, it came back today. Pollen count is very high today. Oh, okay. I so... sneezed five times in a minute, almost died while I was driving. Are you okay, but like <laughs> inside now? Inside, it's okay. Outside, mm. brutal. Damn. So um, my allergies seem to come late every single year and I don't get it every single year. I've only gotten it. I didn't get it last. No, wait, no, I take that back. I've gotten it every single year since I was maybe like 20. Um, and it starts very late in the season. It doesn't start when spring starts. It starts when like it gets really, really hot out. And because it's been pretty hot in Ontario recently, my allergies have come in full blast. Like it's gotten so bad now that I sometimes have to wear a mask inside of my house because we open our windows. And I have to wear a mask when I'm outside, like if I'm doing like a walk with my mom at lunch because otherwise I'm just like constantly sneezing. My like, when I sneeze, my eyes start leaking, like my nose starts leaking and I'm like constantly sneezing over and over again. And I've just what do you mean your eyes start leaking? You're crying, God. It's, but it's not your eyes aren't sweating. <laughs> no, my eyes are sweating. But it's not like it's not really like you're crying, right? It's just like your eyes are irritated, so they. Yeah, I get it. Like, okay, fine. Tears fall out of my eyes, but <laughs> but you're Thank not you. crying. <laughs> it's a different connotation. The implication is different. 
<laughs> uh, but like, I've just been sneezing so much. I have like, I hate it here. Like I now I'm like inside. I'm still like, I'm still not a hundred percent. Like I still feel like my nose is running. I'm still sneezing. My, like my throat feels funny and all that stuff. And it's like, because it's COVID season, I'm like, I constantly, I'm like, am I like, is this COVID? And like, I have to go through that process like every single time, but I'm like, I don't cough or anything. So I don't think it's COVID, but anyways, allergies fucking suck. And I never got them in the past. And then, oh, the joke that I told Maggie earlier this week is that the day I started getting my allergies, my dad came home that night and he was like, Hmm, like, have your allergies been acting up? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, mine too. They just started today. And I was like, oh my God, mine too. <laughs> so like, anyways, my mom doesn't have to take a paternity test. Neither do I. I'm pretty sure he's my father. Nice. Win-win 24 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Confirmed. You> know, <laughs> he, he's been wondering all this time and so have I. So <laughs> even though everyone tells me I look like my dad. Um, my, my brother's dermatologist, or no, what's it called? Allergist. <laughs> My brother's allergist was saying that allergy season came really early this year and it's like really bad this year for some reason. He gave a reason why. I forget why because oh. I'm not a doctor. Um, I guess I don't have to be a doctor to know the reason, but still, I am not a doctor. I do not know why. But yeah, my allergies this year are like so bad. Like my eyes also got really sweaty and I had to go out and buy um, eye drops for it. <laughs> I'm for this. I we are rebranding crying to or like water coming out of your eyes is sweating. Your eyes are sweating. I'm not crying. I'm just sweaty. That I honestly I think that's a hundred percent on point. I don't think my allergies have ever been this bad. I've been taking medication every single day and it's still bad. Yeah, I'm taking like prescription strength allergy medicine and it's still super bad. <sighs> what what did we do to deserve this honestly i want to know i was telling my mom like which one of you gave me the weak ass genes like this is what is this like you shouldn't have had to like create kids if you knew there was going to be allergies and apparently it's just in canada or like north america where like the where the trees produce like extra pollen and everything like in china or like in asia in general this doesn't happen are you allergic to any types of fruit? Like, do they make your gums itchy? Not yet, but I also don't eat a lot of fruit. I know you're allergic to apples. Like, I still eat them. I'm also very allergic to jackfruit for some reason, and this is pretty new. Like, my throat will feel like it's kind of closing up a little bit, and they get, like, super itchy. And, like, all of me is so itchy. Even smelling it makes me kind of itchy, which is, like, very severe for some reason. So I'm like, is there some kind of pollen in this? A lot of fruits actually make me really itchy. I I guess I just don't eat a lot of fruits, so I never I don't really I guess I don't really know. Like so far cherries are okay, watermelon seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um those are it's kind of the like... fruits I think that maybe grow on trees. Cherries like peaches grow on trees. make me itchy. Oh, I forgot about those. Okay, <laughs> cherries are okay for me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've been eating cherries from the ground. I don't know what you're talking about. JK, JK, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You've just been like walking around cherry trees, picking them up from the ground. You're like, ah, they grow here. Yeah, that's that's where they grow. Um, nectarines. Yeah, any any sorts of pollen. But I like I went I feel- apple picking, and I was like, yo, I'm I think I'm not allergic anymore. And then I took a bite, and I was like, shit, I'm allergic. Can you um tell the people what you did? Well, what you do to uh, not 
or what what did your i think your doctor told you to do something right like to eat apples like you should heat them up first in a microwave yeah that's pretty gross they said to heat it up for like a minute like 30 seconds to a minute in the microwave before eating them and i was like no thank you sir i will not be doing that that is disgusting who is eating warm apples out here my brother does that because he likes eating apples and he will legit just heat them up in the microwave and then eat them afterwards are it's they free mushy they're not mu mushy they're just like warm apples why don't he what happens if you put them back in the fridge he has done that oh and it's okay and it's okay yeah okay but then they like turn a weird color and it's like now they're not fresh now you don't want them and what do you do instead i slice them and then i cut them up into very small slices and then i eat them slowly does that help <laughs> not gonna lie it doesn't really help <laughs> but like i do it anyways it's a lot of effort to put into something that doesn't really help you i don't eat apples that often i just like to eat it once in a while oh actually when i eat it with peanut butter it kind of masks the pollen in a way so like it's not bad i just like don't want to eat a lot of peanut butter because i feel like it's not great what is your uh second update slash beef slash crush okay. of the week my beef goes back to Costco. So again, Ontario is still under this weird lockdown thing that I still don't really understand. Um, and we tried to buy some thermal paper for our debit machines at my mom's business um, because this is essential stuff. Um, and Costco, okay, so basically what happened was they closed it off, but there was like an opening kind of where you can grab a box. So I just happened to grab a box and I was like, oh, how are they going to know? It's not that, that's okay. It's like, it, it's still going to go through, whatever. No big deal. We got to the cashier and it wouldn't scan. And they're like, oh, I guess this is a non-essential item. Did, where did you grab this? And I was like, oh, I just saw it. So I grabbed it. And they're like, okay, it's um, non-essential. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I literally saw pool salt like a while ago that was still open to the public. How is pool salt essential for your pools? Like, now we see who's eating into Ontario's pockets, big pool companies, not thermal paper that we need for small businesses. And it's just like, it's so annoying. I am beefing with Ontario here. Um, so with this. the whole like pool salt thing, like there's this whole thing with like, um, the way that the lockdown is now structured is that it's very harmful for people who are not rich. So like if you have like people who need to buy clothes from like Walmart and stuff, like it's very difficult because that's entirely closed off. And like, yes, you have online re retail options or like you could maybe like shop online at Walmart. It's very like if you have a child per se, like how are you going to know what size they are? They could have grown like exactly three feet and you're like, I don't want to keep buying and returning and buying and returning or like spending a lot of money on this because I don't have the money available. So this is the whole thing again, like somebody who has a pool is obviously going to be probably more well off than someone who doesn't have a pool. But so pool salts are available versus like thermal paper, not available. You can really tell who's running the running the province right now. Um, similarly, so uh, I've been cleaning my house, as I mentioned in the last episode, and I've found a lot of stuff that is still in its packaging. And Costco's return policy is great, you get to return like, anything for basically like, 30 years, as long as it's not like an electronic or something like that, or it's like completely broken down. Mm -hmm. um, so I found 
two sets of like these stuffed animals things, which I later found out was for dogs. Unsure why my dad bought them. <laughs> the dog bed and now the dog stuffed animal. Nice. <laughs> the dog stuffed animals came first. And my dad, I think he just assumed they were stuffed animals, not dog toys. But found two boxes of those. And then I found um, like those con Contego, like those like thermo, like thermoses, like the drinking thermoses. Mm -hmm. um, so I took all of that to Costco. I get there and there's a sign on the door that says you can only return essential items, which to me is like, why? Like, why can't I return not essential items? Because you can still buy things from like Costco online. Or like, what if you just had mm -hmm. like other things that you needed to like return on your trip to Costco because you're trying to limit your trips to Costco because, yeah. you know, so I go in and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm not going to be able to return the dog toys because they're not essential, but I am going to return the tumblers. That sucks, but whatever. I go there and I like, I put like everything up being like, okay. And then the guy's like, so I can return the dog toys because they are essential, but I cannot return the thermoses because they're not essential. What? And I was like, <laughs> what <laughs> like i i was 100 percent sure it was going to be the other way around um and he's like yeah you know like dogs are essential their toys are essential but like thermoses they're not necessarily essential Pardon? and i was like that's so strange and he's like yeah like i don't make the rules i have no idea why this is the case like this makes no sense to me but like it is what it is so i was like okay like, who, who am I to, like, continue this further with, like, a man who's just trying to do his job? So, anyways, we return those, and, like, I bring the thermoses home to return on another day, which sucks. But, like, not the end of the world. We do go to Costco pretty often because of the store and everything. And, like, we're going around in Costco, and we see, this like, more stuffed animals, like, for dogs, like, dog toys that are out. And, like, you can buy them. But, like, again... How is this essential? <laughs> I'm so confused. Who is marking things as essential and what's not? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why some things are and some things aren't. And it's very, very arbitrary. Good beefs. Good yeah. beefs. Good, good uh, updates. Yeah. Good quality. Okay, moving on to our topic. Uh, modern feminism. Again, Juan and I are pretty, we're pretty um, vocal feminists, I think. Um, but it definitely has taken us a while to get here. We've definitely made some mistakes before growing up under the patriarchy. You know how things are. You get a little lost along the way and then you find your voice. Um, I like to credit the women role models in my life, my positive friends and some cool teachers and social media too for helping us um, get to mom. where we are today. Um, okay, <laughs> she, she's here and there. I think she is a feminist in her own way. She just... Uh, she just voices things differently. Yeah. I actually agree with that too. Say with my mother. Yeah. They're like traditional feminists, I think. Yeah. Okay. So what is your definition of feminism then, Wanda? So I think, uh, broadly speaking, to ensure that uh, females or people who identify as females um, have equal footing with people who identify as males um, in the world. So whether this is... Um, voting back in the day or equal being paid equally or being able to access uh certain jobs that may not be like ceo positions or just high upper level management positions that female female people who identify as female might have not had access to in the past mentorship opportunities but also at the same time like ensuring that um the same goes for males 
Yeah. Very, very much about equality, just equal footing. What about you? No, exactly the same thing. Like even simpler women equal men. That's it. Not like necessarily, but like literally just being treated the same. Yeah. And I know like this is brought up a lot every time like on the internet, women are like, we just want to be treated the same as men. Like it's not that big of a deal. And then men always come out of left field. They're like, oh, so I get to punch a woman now, right? And it's like, sir, first of all, why are you going around punching other men? What makes you think you can punch women? Like, what is this? Yeah. I I don't know why that's the first response. Kind of weird. I don't know either. And I wish it was that black and white, though, to be equal for everything. But there are things out there that I guess, like, it's it's gray areas. Mm -hmm. And we're we're both also not 100%, but you know, we're getting there. Um, there's something cool on TikTok that was trending that we that Wanda and I were discussing. Um, this is something that I feel like I've definitely played into in the past when I was younger. Um, it's the cool girl trope. I don't know if you guys have seen it on YouTube, but it's like, think of the movie or the book Gone Girl and the girl, the main girl, Amy Dunn. Um, she's like super cool. Like she tries to get all the guys to like her um she like plays into what the guy thinks is like the ideal woman and it's like they're not like the other girls they're cool it's like it's also kind of tying into the pick me girls and okay side store side rant here like why do we have all these like labels for girls and stuff why not for guys that's so stupid we have the not like other boys girl the pick me girl the cool girl what is this what about the guys why are guys so one-dimensional in movies Anyways, how do you feel about the not like other girls or the cool girl trope? Um, I think it was like very, very prevalent when we were like we when we were younger. And I think it's starting to disappear slowly. Um, But okay, so best case example that comes into my mind is that song by Taylor Swift. I can't remember the name. You belong with me. Yes. Thank you. She wears she wears short skirts i wear t-shirts she's sheer captain and i'm on the bleachers yeah which basically is all you need to know about i guess like the cool girl trope the like the non-traditional not cheerleader not popular not maybe like not blonde i guess blonde blue haired like girl and that like because that was so prevalent in like songs the media like i feel like i internalized that a lot as a kid and i started to I guess act in a similar way like I always wanted to be one of the guys I always used to say things like I don't have a lot of like female friends okay this was before this is this is before no no judgment here (laughs) this is a judgment-free podcast because we've all been there so it's okay before you start attacking me being like what what do you mean we weren't that close in high school (laughs) oh that's what you meant okay (laughs) that's funny um I like I used to always say like, oh, I think girls are so much drama. Like, I don't want to be like, I'm just one of the guys. Like, I only want to have guy friends. I think they're like, there's so much less drama with them. Um, That type of stuff. And like, I always used to, I guess, put down other girls to be like, oh, she's so like, she's so like, I don't know, bitchy or like she's, what was that that word? It was like, she was a bitty. Like, was that a thing? Yes. Yeah. Bitty was a thing which is basically it, the same as like the like the white girl the basic white girl right now. yeah yeah they just like they cared so much about looks and everything also to add on it was like girls who did so much makeup and you were always like not you but like royally you <laughs> you were always like 
oh, well, I don't have the time to do makeup or like, oh, it just takes me like 10 minutes. Like I, I don't have the time to like do a full face of makeup, but like good for you though. Yeah. And like that 100% was me where I was like, I wouldn't wear makeup. I'd be like, oh, I don't even like, I don't even wear makeup. Like I, I don't need that. Like, I, and I was all like very stereotypically a tomboy. And I didn't want to be a girly girl because that was seen as something that was bad because if you're like a girly girl, it means like, oh, you're not one of the guys. You're not the cool girl kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always tried to like, like traditionally, um, like I really got into sports. Um, like I really got into like very male dominated things. That is not why I'm in computer science though. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think you like sports. Although I remember when like the Raptors were really big and everyone, you guys all left me. You were like, oh, by the way, like I have to go home at exactly this time to go watch the game. I'm sorry. And it was like you, Prabby, forget who else was with us. But I was like, what the hell? You guys both all left me to like watch the game. I hate it here. It's the hype. Like I like the I hype get of. I get it. It's the like, bandwagon. Yeah. Like that. Like I would still watch. Like I still watch um, like the Euro the like UEFA, which is like the European Union, like football league football something you? and i watch fifa like i those are like i watch that because i used to watch it with my dad as a kid and i always rooted for germany but i think like i always like me and my dad do like would like box each other like we would like do traditionally like what you would do with a son kind of thing and like my dad would always say mm. like oh you're like you're such, you're not really a girly girl you're a tomboy and i feel like that was kind of like reinforced by him as well you know just every single aspect of my life felt like media like friends family like everyone wanted me to be the cool girl mm -hmm. I also feel that really hard and I think yeah because like growing up you're still trying to figure out who you are a little bit and it doesn't help that yeah we're, like the world is run by men which kind of sucks the patriarchy um is very prevalent and even in my household too it was mostly like three out of five people were guys it's like oh like I'm growing up in a house full of guys like I guess like I want to fit in um and yeah I'll I'll do things just to fit in with the guys like I'll game I'll do whatever oh yeah when I, I think I told the story before when I got my period they were both very grossed out they're like ew you're a girl what the hell it's so gross it's like oh god I'm not one of the guys anymore I have my period <laughs> um but yeah no I think I was Similar to, I think I went through a phase where I was like, yeah, I have way more guy friends and girlfriends. Like, girls are so annoying. I hate shopping. I hate putting on makeup. I'll never wear heels. Um, and I like to think I was like super natural and everything and like super funny. Um, and now I'm like, oh, I am, I like wearing makeup. I like shopping. I like girls being friends. I don't know it's it's weird the cool girl trope I, I don't like the labels for it but i understand it like i understand like why they need that label but it's also kind of interesting too that that guys are into girls who are tomboys in a way that are also like boys why are why are these guys into other girls who look like boys just say you're gay and move on yeah very homoerotic <laughs> yeah it's not gay if it's a girl <laughs> yeah if i could just i think it's the whole like friends like you you get really like you get along really well with like a guy who like is also into sports also into the things that you're into right so if it's a girl that's like into the same stuff that you are it becomes easier right 
to mm. like date them because then like oh they're so hot and they also like all the same things i like mm. yeah think of transformers like megan fox's character super hot for some reason also super into cars um always wear crop tops always zoomed in on her body like every guy's dream girl i'm yeah. sure if you are a girl like that out there though great for you but it's like the way she was depicted in the movies was not great she was also very young though yes that too but yeah, cool girl trope, um, kind of annoying. And I feel like it's something that I think every girl kind of goes through at a young age and you kind of grow out of it. What do you think helped you grow out of it though? I think it's like a lot of it has to be like friends, um, but also kind of like discovering who you are as a person. Like the more you started to learn about yourself, the more like these tropes stop applying to you like you stop trying to be like a trope because you want to be more authentically you right so then there's less space to be like this other version of you or what you were in the past i guess so like when you start accepting things like oh i actually do like shopping or like i actually do really like having female friends and like i don't place my self-worth on having like other guys to like me and i like like i think yeah i think confidence too like that i think mm -hmm. is a lot of it because like i've mentioned this before but the whole like in high school like i was very like i needed other guys to like me and i placed a lot of my self-worth worth on that and that's why i think i went more towards like the cool girl trope per se but then once i started placing it more on myself like confidence comes from like i don't know within or something it like be, it mattered a lot less because it's like then I'm like I'm trying to find someone who meshes with who I am authentically so I don't have to act to be like someone else mm -hmm. but then like back in the day I'd be like well I have to get other guys to like me so I, this is what other guys seem to like so I'm gonna be that I think it didn't help too like when you're younger and you're going through like your cool girl phase other girls are also kind of going through that phase or where they're like forming their little mean girl groups mm -hmm. where it's like anytime you talk to a boy they're like oh you're trying so hard with him you're flirting so hard like you like you're such a slut or something like that um and it's like it doesn't really help and it kind of like reinforces your oh girls are so much drama thing i'm gonna keep hanging out with guys because guys don't care if you talk to other guys and they don't care if you talk to girls but the girls for some reason always notice when you talk to a guy because like they also want the attention of a guy and I don't know about you, like when you're younger and stuff, like you're talking to guys and you're like, and you feel like a little bit threatened when another girl comes into the group. Yeah. And it's like super weird. And like, I'm thinking back, back now, I'm like, I wonder why that is. Like, is it just because I wanted all the attention for myself? There, um, there was a Cody Co video um, and he was commenting on this show called The Moment of Truth, where you kind of... Um, you basically take a polygraph beforehand and then you go on the show and like answer really personal questions about yourself. And if you tell the truth, you move on to the next level where you can win money. But then in within one of the previews, one of the questions was like, do you feel threatened if someone like, do you choose to hang out with people who are like less pretty than you? Or it was like, do you feel threatened if someone like prettier joins like your friend group thing? Like, and it was to like mm -hmm. another like female, obviously. And I think part of me like it did like when I was when I was like a kid and it's because it's like 
I 100% do not think I am the prettiest person in our friend group. And I think like there was a lot, like a lot of other people in our friend group in high school were like a lot prettier than me. So then when they would, I guess, join, like if I was talking to like a group of guys or something and one of them joins, I'd be like, oh, like now all the attention is going to be on, put on her. That was very long-winded. <laughs> no, I, f- I feel that. I mean, I think you're very pretty. Oh, thank you. Do you think that you're the prettiest in the friend group? No, I I objectively do not think that. <laughs> and like, I think because of like, I think the fact that because I knew I wasn't the prettiest. Oh, uh, okay. So in first year, um, our friend Sally is absolutely gorgeous. And she is like very like, just great personality. Also, So every single guy we knew either liked her in secret or asked her out eventually. And, and I think that in first year, like I was very jealous of that from her, like first, like not because I had liked any of the guys that we were friends with and I wanted to date them, but the attention that she was getting, I was like, I wish that was me. Like I knew inside, I knew that she's like very pretty and I knew she like, it like, it's very easy for like guys to like her because of like the way that she looks and she has such a like a great personality and everything like if she was like the whole package and everything and like i w- resented that about her a little bit mm. sorry sally <laughs> <laughs> no i i think i feel that um i think i could see that happening like i can see i can see how people were resentful of it i totally see where you're coming from it's like all the, like the boys like only wanted to focus in on one girl. It's like the guys completely change how they talk to you and how to the, the girl they like. And it's like, what the hell? Like, what are what are we? I thought we were friends. Why are you just choosing another girl over me? What What is this? Like the dynamic changes and it makes you like a little resentful. Yeah. And the fact that they always talk to you about like, oh, like what she liked. Does she like me? Who does she have a crush on? Like it ended up driving a lot of the conversation towards like her rather than Mm -hmm. like anything like of meaning. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about like this all the time. Like this doesn't serve me any purposes. Mm -hmm. Like why am I going to go and talk about your love for her or like Mm -hmm. if she's dating anyone else? Like super weird. Guys, Guys are really weird. And it sucks that like because we were like young impressionable girls like so much of what we did like our personalities our behaviors our intentions like circulated around guys mm-hmm. Ugh, gross also i would like to point out i do not resent sally I, like it was no, we love her yeah she's still our best friend <laughs> yeah like i don't I do. <laughs> like even though like i said that i was just like i'm just telling you I guess the audience and Sally, if you watch this, like where I was coming from at that time. And there was mm-hmm. like, it never affected our friendship like at all. Like it might've like subconsciously, yeah. but I never was like, I hate her for it. Mm-hmm. I think though, like going back to like high school and everything, I think a lot of girls like resented you though, because they thought you were getting a lot of attention from guys. Like this girl, like she had a party, I was invited, you weren't. And, like, I think when someone had asked why you weren't invited, they were like, oh, I just don't like her. And I think it was because you were getting attention from guys or, like, you just got along with guys so easily and she resented that because she was single at the time. Which is so weird because I've never talked to her. I've never had one conversation with that girl. And the everything I knew about her was from, like, other people. And then you – every like, literally all of our high school friends was invited to that party and went to that party. 
I wouldn't say all of them, but like basically yeah. all of them. Um, and I know this had I don't know, I wish I like stood up. I guess we weren't like super tight then, you're right. But I wish I like stood up for you then or like called her out or something. And was like, that's so stupid. Like, I'm not going. But I think we did that for another time. I think we should talk about the pick me girl too. That's pretty common now on TikTok. Um, and this is kind of similar to the cool girl, but these pick me girls are the girls who are always like they're with you in the group but they're always putting you down in some sort of way, like the backhanded compliments. And they're always like, oh, you know, I can't, I can't wear that. Like what you're wearing looks good on you. I just, I like, can't pull it off myself, but you look great. Um, and it's always like, oh, um, uh, I'm trying to think of another example of what the pick me girl does, but it's always like, she thinks she's the main character. Like she always like talks to the guy like one-on-one -on -one, and she's always like, oh, we can't like include her because like, oh, she'll point out like your insecurities like in front of you. She'll be like, oh, like, I don't put anything on my face. Oh, I know, like, you have to put stuff on your face, though. So, like, we won't bring you along to this. Wow. But, yeah, it's, like, a, it's like a pretty common thing. And, like, I, it hasn't happened much to me. But, like, when I see more of these TikToks, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I think this happened a lot when I was younger. And I just, like, suppressed that memory. I guess, like, the pick-me-girl, in a way, is, like, the reason why they do backhanded compliments is, like, A, to make themselves feel better, but also to have other people in the group, like, maybe, like, agree with them and, like, see mm -hmm. them as better at, than, like, the person that they're making fun of. Or it could be just for the laughs. Yeah. Like, it, because if you are seen as funny, then, like, oh, like, guys will like you better. Mm -hmm. I think I still kind of unintentionally do that in a way. Or, like, when people comment about makeup, like, I would love to learn how to properly do makeup, like do a full out base makeup, do the contour thing. I want to know what I look like with full makeup. I think I'm kind of bad at it. Um, like I can never have matching eyeliner. It takes me so long to do it. I hate it so much. And I think like sometimes when guys ask like, oh, do you do makeup? And I'm like, no, I don't have the time to like do makeup every single day. I don't care. And I'm like, oh, wait, by saying that though, that's like putting down other girls for that. I should really be saying, I wish I could. I wish I could learn. I am not great at it. One day I will learn. Yeah, and I think it's just like, just got to keep thinking about what I'm saying. But it's a work in progress. Yeah, I think definitely because I used to say things like, oh, I just don't have the time for that. Like, it's like so complicated or like, oh, my God, it must be so heavy. Like, just really like non like not like straightforward, like insults about people who wear like it's OK. So this is this is going to go into the whole like um, wearing more, I guess, like. I don't know how to say this with it, like more provocative clothing, like less, like exposed. I don't know, exposed, like, so like, this is very similar in that regard where I could look at a girl on the street and she's wearing like her ass cheeks are out, for example. And I'd be like, oh, like that is ooh, like, I would never do that kind of thing. And I think that's very similar to like the whole like makeup example. Like if I look at a girl who has like a lot of makeup on i'd be like oh that's a lot of makeup it's so heavy like i'll make a lot of backhanded couple like comments about it and like i still do that to this day and like mm -hmm. i i think inadvertently i do slut shame other girls for dressing like provocatively at like a club or something and like i shouldn't be doing that because it's like they look amazing in that i would never be able to do that because i don't have the confidence to do it but that seems to come off as like oh, she's, like, so dressed up, she's, mm -hmm. like, um, she's trying so hard, or, like, she's just, like, looking for, like, attention or something like that, and, like, I don't like that. 
Yeah, I totally understand that. Even like when you see influencers and like e-girls on Instagram or something, like my initial thought is, oh my God, like they're just like selling out their body, like they're they're like sluts, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then my second thought is, oh wait, they look fantastic. Like, of course they should be happy. Like, of course they should like try to profit off this somehow. Like, yeah, if I had that kind of body, I would flaunt it too. And I think it goes back to, I had to look this quickly up because I forgot the name of the book. But it's thinking fast and slow. This was a mandatory read for everyone in business. I only read the general synopsis because I did not have time. But basically, you have two systems of thinking. You have um, two modes of thought, sorry. So system one is like your fast, instinctive thoughts. And system two is where you're trying to correct that. And you, like, you're thinking more slowly, carefully through it. So you should really follow what system two is saying. Because system one is just like what you were kind of programmed to think. System two is like where you're actually like, thinking things through. So it's totally okay, I think, to have that initial thought. Because again, the patriarchy, our way we were raised and everything is what formed those thoughts. The system two is where we are growing as people. And that is okay. How, like, even now, I don't know what to say when someone wears, like, more exposing clothing, I guess. Like, how do I even say that in, like, a... I don't know either. <laughs> like, it's not slutty, but it... Slutty is the wrong word. I don't want to use that. But it's like, yeah, you're wearing a crop top and, like, you're wearing any, barely any shorts. You're basically wearing a thong out in the streets. I don't know how to describe that. It's hot, but like, it's not like conservative clothes. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't know how to describe it. Also time and place. Like if you are hanging around with children, like if you're a daycare worker, <laughs> maybe not the best thing to wear or at work. <laughs> but how, like, it just like, how do you, like if it's someone just on the street or if it's someone at like, like somewhere where it's more like, I don't even want it like more appropriate. Like that's bad too. Like there's so many like, yeah. I feel like every single level that I try to not say slutty is more just an abstraction for saying slutty in a different yeah. way. Yeah, that's that's a good point. We are we are feminists. We just want to clarify this. It's just it's a it's a gray area, you know. We we don't want to put down other girls, but we're trying to explain what it is. Um, let's move on to what thoughts we hold about relationships that don't necessarily coincide with feminism slash equality. So me and Maggie were talking about this the other day. Um, I've had this thought for like some time now where I would like my significant other to make more money than I do, but also I want to make more money than them. <laughs> and obviously you cannot have both. <laughs> it just does not work. There's no compromise in the situation. It's either one or the other. What's and that physics saying? When an immovable object meets an unstoppable force or something like that? Yeah, what's the outcome of that? Uh, explosion? <laughs> Implosion, end of the world, black hole. Um, we're all getting sucked into it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be happy if I make more than my significant other, but I don't know if I'll ever be happy if he makes more than me. And then... So this is the constant thing of like, well, now I got to be competitive with them or I like, I don't know, do, do I place myself worth on how much money I make and all that stuff. And the, the flip side of that is that guys still get uh, for us because we are straight guys do get emasculated by women who um, make more money than them. And it's not all guys, of course, but there has been studies that have uh indicated that they're more likely to have an affair they're more likely to feel like resentment towards their significant other and it's like so then do i have to account for that as well 
Yeah, we learned this in, um, I think, my first year organizational behavior class. It was in like a full ass textbook. And it was like, um, you're likely to have a more successful marriage when the female looks better than the male. You're more likely to have an unsuccessful marriage when the female makes more money than the male. That's ridiculous to me. And it's like, look at look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. Beyonce is way more beautiful than Jay-Z. She probably makes more money, though. And that's why he cheated. She, I don't think she does. I think Jay-Z makes more money because he has a recording uh, studio. He has a club. He has like, yeah, I think wait, he makes more money. So Beyonce makes less than Jay-Z, is hotter than Jay-Z, and he still cheated? What the fuck, Jay-Z? Yeah, there's a lot of guys out there where like uh, like movie actors where you look at them and you look at the person that they cheated on. You're like, what? Really? Have you, have you seen your wife? Have you seen your girlfriend? Like, why? Yeah. Honestly, that's stupid. But I feel you, though. I I really don't like it when the other person makes more than me. But I really don't like it when the person makes less than me, too. <laughs> it's because I have this whole thing where, like, I want to be an independent person. Like, I want to be able... I don't want to rely on anyone ever. That's, like, my worst nightmare. To have to rely on someone. To ask someone if I can spend money. Ridiculous. I want to make my own money. But I also want the other person to be my equal, to be like, they should be their own person. They should not rely on me. Um, but then I get like a little competitive about things where I'm like, why do you make more money? I'm Now you're my goal. I'm going to try to beat you so hard. You wait and see. Part of it is like the feminist part of you, I guess you could say that you want to be an independent person. You don't want to rely on anybody else. And I think that's great. But then there's the other side of you who like, is less taken care of yeah exactly by a man which is like fuck that but like not fuck that like you know <laughs> it's like everyone wants to be taken care of in a way you mm -hmm. know i can't blame the for i'm sure men also want to be taken care of they don't want to have to keep like being the um breadwinners but also like just like, pay for me yeah <laughs> just, like spoil me I think that okay so that's the okay so that's the other thing that I kind of wanted to ask is like how do you feel about like like things about like splitting the bill like how do you feel about like um the sh like the sharing of income and things like that wait like when you're married or when you're just dating like both okay sharing income uh I feel like you should maybe only do when you're married oh I don't know though I think before I get married, I really want a prenup. Um, Even if you have less money than them? Yeah, prenup all the way. Okay. Wait. Gotta reevaluate this. If I make significantly less. <laughs> but then again, okay. My feminist side says prenup. But my other side. Okay, my other side is feminist too. Let's be real here. We're, we're all feminists. One of them is just a stronger feminist. Um, my weaker feminist side says take his money. <laughs> that's 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 another thing that's another thing where it's like you're at odds with each other right yeah but it's like okay even when i'm dating though it's like i i like paying for stuff because i'm like my whole thing is like yeah i'm independent like i don't ever want someone to feel like like they have to keep paying for me and i feel like they're gonna hold it against me in some sort of way so i have to pay for everything but i really like it when the guy fights me on the bill and will like assert himself and just pay for it like i love that but i'm also like resentful of that because it should have been me paying um so it's like it's like two wolves inside of me you know there there is really no happy medium for you there i know i'm never happy 
I am, I am always in some sort of way displeased. <laughs> I'm gonna be a great mother. <laughs> ah, perfect Asian mother. <laughs> I like for I think for me it's like I've gotten to the point where it's like it's okay, so it's not great. So um if the guy at like makes more money than me and like it's significantly more, I'll like I'll do like maybe like a 60-40 split. And if we make relatively same, maybe like 55, 45, 50, 50 kind of thing. Um, but like I kind of keep like a mental tally in my head about like, oh, you paid this time, I'll pay this time. Or like if this one time was like a lot of money, then like I'll pay for the next few times. Or mm. if I pay the, like a big amount, then they'll pay the next few times. Like I don't really like fight people on it because I've seen my mother fight her friend to pay and she like scratched her friend. And my oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. So we were in a restaurant and um my mom's like best friend went to go pay. My mom's like, no. And she like, climbs like almost like on top of her friend like grab her credit card out of her hand and they're just like oh fighting back and forth for like two minutes That's and we're so just embarrassing there, like uh... scared monkey bean <laughs> yeah but then finally her friend's like okay okay and then like after she's like oh my god you scratched my hand <laughs> and then oh, i went god. to my mom afterwards like i'm like what the heck like did you need to be that aggressive and she's like yeah like, i didn't i don't want to make it seem like i want like i didn't like I wanted her to pay or something or like I was cheap or whatnot. And I'm like, um, I, I understand that though. It's like, it's rude if you don't fight on the bill, but also I don't want to keep fighting. I don't always have the energy to fight. I will do one or two back and forths. Like, yes. I think two, like once you hit three, I'm like, no, I, I like, I'm, I'm over this. I, I don't want to fight you for this. I'll get you back some other time kind of thing. Yeah. Like I feel that that's, I've gotten to that point where I'm like, I, I know like we'll like we'll square up eventually so mm -hmm. I f yeah I feel that I think like if I'm really if I feel like I'm really close with you then I, I think I just won't fight you on it yeah so I'm like okay sure I'll get you back next time it's fine yeah but I think like if I'm trying to feel you out then I'll just keep fighting back and forth oh god anyways back to the relationship thing yeah That's um funny. Another thing, I guess, for me is that I would never, um, I don't want to say allow, but I don't feel comfortable with having my significant other as working as a house husband. Um, yeah. Because I think part of me is still like, I want to be like provided for, cared for and everything. And even though a house husband does like care in other ways, like you might be taking like, like lessening the cost of daycare, doing all the chores around the house, cooking, cleaning and all of that stuff. Like, that's what kind of my dad was when I was, like, growing up. Like, my mom would work and my dad would stay at home. But, like, I just don't feel comfortable with it because I think you just develop so differently as people, like, in my opinion, that, like, I like coming home and being able to talk to someone about work and then have them tell me about their work. Like, their, like, office mm -hmm. drama and all of that stuff and what they've done. And I like, like... Because, like, if you're out of the industry for, like, 10 years, you don't really know anymore. And then you become less of a contributor to what I have to say. But part of me, it might just be because I don't want, like, I want them to make money. And I want them to make more money. But also me to make more money. Yeah, Goes back I to feel that. that. <laughs> Babe, guess what the plants talked about today? <laughs> I'm sure house husbands, like, I'm sure the people who do have house husbands are very productive and yeah. do a lot. But then maybe it's just like my dad growing up just didn't do all that much. So then. Yeah, I think it's like, 
I think there's always going to be some sort of inequality if there's either a house husband or a stay-at-home wife. Like mm-hmm. one of you is start going to is going to start feeling resentful no matter what. Yeah. Like the wife is going to be like, "You never give me a break. Like my, my job and my home are all blended together twenty four seven. And the husband's like, "I'm constantly working. I do overtime. I I like give you all the money. It goes nowhere." And it's like both parties are unhappy. Like best case scenario, none of you is a stay-at-home person. That's that's what my thinking is. Yeah. I per like I just know I never would be a stay-at-home wife just because I would drive myself crazy. Um I like to joke about it. Yeah. Being a stay-at-home wife, being a trophy wife. I oh, love that. 100%. <laughs> Not <all> actually. The- <laughs> but all the time, like I'll joke about being a trophy wife and I'll just like I'll just spend all my time working out and getting fit and all that stuff. But um like I could never do it. Like it just yeah. I love working. But I also don't know if this is that I can internalize misogyny thing where it's like, oh, I can never be a stay-at-home wife. I can never do this. And it's like, oh, like I like I, I understand like why you want to be a stay-at-home wife, like take care of your kids, like do everything. No, someone needs to do it. You have little kids. But also like I don't I don't want to do that. I want to be working. I don't know. Yeah, I want to be independent. I want to be a working woman. Like this is <sighs> that's the that's what a feminist, like an ideal feminist is supposed to look like. But also a feminist can also be a stay-at-home wife. Exactly. But the thing is, in my head, like that, there's only one. There's only one. Like you have to work. You work in the corporate world. You wear heels and you wear, like, I don't know. Maybe like movie trope. Yeah. I blame the media. I blame patriarchy for this. Yeah. And the whole like with the stay-at-home like husband thing too is like, um, Shit, what was I going to say? Oh, the stay-at-home husband. Like, it's very much, like, then they become reliant on you because, like, mm-hmm. they're no longer independent and you don't want to be in that position where if you do divorce or, like, if you do break up, then you're paying alimony. Like, they're, they kind of resent you for it, for, like, not letting them work and stuff. And, like, it's so hard to go back into the industry once you've been out for a really long time. The whole thing of this episode has been when an unstoppable force meets an unmovable object. Um, Okay, so what thoughts do you hold in general that don't necessarily coincide with feminism or inequality? So um, best example is the other day I was picking up some seafood for my dad and I go in and I'm ready to pick it up and everything and it's just like a box probably not that heavy probably no more than 10 pounds um 10 20 pounds and I go to pick it up and the guy's like no 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 like I'll bring it out to your car I'm like sir I did not ask for your help I do not need your help just I know you're only helping me because you think I'm a girl and I don't like that but at the same time I want the opportunity and the option to act as a damsel in distress so that someone will help me do something. Yes, this is this is good. But I don't want to like I don't want you to assume that I can't do it. I need you to I need to be the one that institute like the initiates the I need help in a way. Yeah, it's kind of I am also torn about this because like it's it's weird though because like in our family like all the heavy lifting we make my brother do because it's like like yes me and my mom are both very strong like we can lift things too but it's like <laughs> our whole thing is like oh but you're the guy though like you should be doing this for the girls like we're training you to do this mm-hmm. um and it's like we want to get him into the habit of like just like doing manual labor for us and it's like i i get it that it's not like it's not equal. It's like, hey, we're strong too. We can do this. But it's like, listen, like we do everything else. Like you do this one thing. But it's like, oh, it's it's like torn. I see what you mean. 
this is the only the perks of being an open only child but also not the perks because you both do the cleaning and the heavy lifting yeah it's but i really like it when guys offer to carry stuff for me or like do the heavy lifting for stuff because like yes i can do it but i don't want to do it i am lazy <laughs> but like they're i don't like them assuming that i can't do it yes this is a good point but i really like it when people take the initiative and just do things for me without like me asking ah fair it see it, it <laughs> to be a woman it's so hard to, someone who can understand my mind <laughs> yeah like it's there's so many things where like guys will complain that like oh i just don't understand women and it's I completely understand that in some ways because it's like us right now. Like, I don't understand us. Like, yeah, why, I don't get it either. <laughs> why do we hold these things? Like, it's not fair. <laughs> it's because I think we have so many expectations of us. Like, we have expectations of, again, I say this a lot, but expectations of like the patriarchy or like what we're supposed to be. And then we have expectations from the feminist world. And then we have our own kind of like lazy personal ambitions. And it's like all three worlds are trying to combine and we don't know what we want to do. Yeah, we are in this like trying to figure out this like if it was like three circles that form a Venn diagram. We're trying to figure out what this happy middle seems to be. Yeah. All in all, though, I do want the guy to do things for me. <laughs> you know what? It should be equality. Like I do things for you, you do things for me. What's what's the big deal here? Why do I have to hold it against them? Yeah. Um. But like stranger on the street. Stranger is different. This is true. Don't do that. <laughs> do you have anything that? Same question, I guess, back to you with like just general things that don't necessarily coincide with like feminism and equality. Um, I feel like because I'm maybe it's like overcompensating a little bit, but I feel like I tend to root more for the villainous and shitty women in movies and stuff than men where it's like the girl like screws people over like in Gone Girl when Amy screws over the guy and she like frames him for her death frames him for like for like a bunch of shit basically that she did i'm like yeah i get it queen like get it but like in reality i'm like no she's what she did was a horrible thing it's just all about open communication if they literally had a single conversation this whole movie wouldn't have had to happen um but i i know that's a thing on tiktok too where like the gen z's are always like yeah like as she should like kill him like do whatever you want girl boss that kind of thing and I know it's like kind of a meme and like people don't really mean it, but I'm kind of worried out there for like the younger people who are like, yeah, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm a girl like, like it's only fair to balance things out because men have always been doing this, but it's like, it's not still not equal. It's still not like feminist. Like the whole point is like trying to make the women equal, not trying to be like more chaotic than the men. Yeah, we're really swaying very far on the other side of the pendulum. <laughs> very extremist here. Yeah. There's literally no winning. Yeah, the whole like, um, I guess like with Gone Girl too, it's like I haven't seen it, but like what I saw of like the synopsis of it, like isn't she the one who wanted who like morphed herself into the cool girl, and she, like or was it her husband that pressured her into it? Um, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was basically like her whole like monologue started off as her like trying to please guys, like trying to please her husband, like she would drink beer, like watch sports with him like, do whatever he wanted sexually, like, have sex with him in, like, his cool, like, his, fulfill his, like, sexual fantasies, basically. Yeah. And she tried to do, like, everything she could to keep him happy. Um, but it really, like, wasn't her genuine self because, like, her genuine self, like, wanted to smoke sometimes and he didn't think that was, like, a cool girl thing to do. She wanted to 
Um, I forget what else you want to do, but it was basically things that didn't form into like his ideal woman. Yeah. Or whatever. And I think both like, yes, he is at fault, but I think she is more at fault here because she decided that she was going to, I guess, like mold herself into what he wanted to like he wanted mm-hmm. in a perfect woman, I guess. And like she because of that, she started going crazy. And then she started framing him for all these things. Like she is mm-hmm. not without fault here. She was not like coerced into this like relationship. Like, yeah, she yeah. could have been influenced by like the media, other people and stuff. And like, of course, her husband probably did not help, but it's like she you can't say that she is the victim in this situation. Yeah. Literally just have one single conversation, one normal conversation. It's not that hard to talk, I think. Yeah. It really maybe that's that's me like oversimplifying things, but I feel like just talking about it. Think of how many problems this would fix for movies and TV yeah. shows. We should totally do like an episode of things that like is romanticized in um like culture, media and stuff, like not communicating, like um mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur, like that could be <laughs> Breaking the romance. Yeah. Romance ceiling. Breaking the romance ceiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things are not as great in real life as they are in yeah. movies. But yeah, I totally understand the whole like saying, being like, yes, boss bitch, yes, versus like, oh, he's such a like asshole, like kind of thing. Like, yeah. I think villainous men are more crucified than like uh, villainous women. And I do think like, I mean, I, my example is Maleficent, but you know, she had, a, <laughs> she had a sad backstory. Maybe it's like, it's tough because it's like, we're used to seeing men as the villain, but we're not used to seeing women as a villain. So in the way it's like feminism, like, yay, like, we see it now, we, we're going to support the women, like Cruella. Okay, so kind of in the same realm as like the, you don't really see feminism, like, or like female villains on like TV or like in the media, like as much, like. You see it more now than you used to. I was watching this course on like LinkedIn about like program management. And instead of like the speaker kept on saying she referring to like a program manager kind of thing. And it like really caught me off guard. I was like, it almost made me, I was like, this is so strange. Like why, why does it have to be like a she to be like a program manager? And I was talking to like my old mentor about it. And she's like, yeah, you know what? Like we've heard enough, like he's um like to refer to anybody right so like it's good that this is actually like he's Mm -hmm. referring to it as she and i was like but for me it felt so weird inside because i was like first i thought it was like oh program managers can only be like female which is like that's weirdly sexist but then i never think about it the other way around when Mm -hmm. i hear he i like in a course or something i'm like yeah of course like that's that's just what it is it doesn't stick out to me or anything Mm -hmm. but the fact that he said she like bothered me and it really stuck out to me that's actually a good point like i get like the point where you said like you got offended where it's like oh this is sexist why are program managers only female yeah i think that would have been my initial reaction to that um i think personally i use they a lot because like i i don't know what gender they're gonna be i just assume they according to the mba uh textbook for the gmat you are not supposed to say they you're supposed to say he she my bad i've yeah. been saying they <laughs> but like that's but that's the issue right because like proper grammar versus identifying people correctly like mm-hmm. that doesn't always like align correctly yeah. and i think i think they absolutely work or even saying like he slash she or something i feel like 
they kind of works better because it's like then you don't have to like tie in gender to it like yeah why do you, like like leave it open-ended like i would if i had sons or something like i want to encourage them to be like yeah you could be a program manager it's not always like girls or something it's not female dominate you can do this too feminism is for both genders you know yeah you can be nurses you can be like teachers you can be like anything that like you want to be like you should not be limited by like what your gender norm says you should be yeah exactly as. and i think that's like intersectional feminism too which is what we strive for on this podcast and in real life <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that like i was just thinking of was like um the whole thing that they want women to be like skinny and fit but not bulky and i think like this is damaging for a lot of people especially me when i first started going to the gym or like before i started going to the gym jordan was like what are you afraid of i'm like well like the gym is scary in itself but also i don't want to be bulky because like you always mm. go in with this like because of like the media and everything they always like portray the girl who goes to the gym as like the straw like the big arms like less like traditionally feminine looking person and then that becomes like a fear for a lot of people like a lot of females especially that they're going to train like one or two times like with weights and they're going to become bulky so they have to do cardio and like that's the ideal female body so yeah that was my mindset too for the longest time that like if i added any sort of weights to my workout then i would become like gross looking yeah and it's like shitty because it stops a lot of pe like women from going to the gym and being healthy and like exercising mm -hmm. their muscles and because cardio like isn't for everyone like some i i hate cardio i do not like it whatsoever i do I not like cardio. really i love sweating <laughs> i like sweating but i don't like the high from cardio is different from the high that you get when you lift weights and i don't like yes. the cardio high as much I completely understand this. I also feel the way this way, but I just like, yeah, I just have phases. I think it's like that phase thing we were talking about before, like on your period, like there's certain times. I think about the one where like I really like sweating and doing cardio. Damn, that's so that's that like that's that's fair though. Like that's a hundred percent fair. I just wish that like, I, I just wish that females could be more. I don't know more it's more normalized yeah. yeah exactly weightlifting to be more normalized that you're not going to get bulky it's actually very hard to get bulky i've been trying <laughs> <laughs> now you want to be bulky yeah but like i think even before where like i'd see like a woman's arms where she had very defined muscle i'd be like ew she's so muscular and everything like that wasn't i want that i want that now too but like yeah, I want that so bad before i'd be like oh she's way too muscular she has man arms like all that stuff and like now it's just like oh like i that's like what i strive for and everything but like yeah. there's still like the whole clash there where it's like you like you want to be you want to be as fit as like a cardio bunny or something mm -hmm. and but you also want to like you should be like lifting weights at the same time it's like yeah and it's also like you get kind of resentful of the skinny people who are like oh i don't even have to go to the gym i never have to work out and it's like like you what do you mean you don't have to work out and you just look like that i resent you now yeah especially with people who have naturally like good genetics where mm -hmm. they have like a big butt and like a skinny waist and they are just like that naturally and it's like i hate you I'm, 
I know I'm so body positive, but I'm I'm still like I wish I was you. What the hell? If literally if I eat a single carb, then like I get so bloated and fat. My face looks so different every podcast. You look great in all your different you. faces. <laughs> so you admit it, my face looks different every podcast. <laughs> no, I just needed it to go for the joke. <laughs> it, um, like plus like the other type where it's like females who do work out like only occasionally and they like see like amazing improvements like if you have you ever been on youtube and been like oh for i did the chloe ting 14 day challenge and i lost like three inches off my waist i'm like mm -hmm. i did chloe ting for like three months and i saw no difference yeah i think it's i mean it, it's kind of off topic but it kind of goes into like the media lying and everything mm -hmm. like people so there's this thing called like the brazilian butt lift the bbl that's also trending right now on tiktok where it's like girls are just flexing like oh yeah this is my workout routine and it's like no offense but it's like a shitty workout routine it's like you're doing like two pound weights and you're doing like little like bicep curls and it's like nothing and, the, and they have like a huge butt they have like such toned arms and it's and they have like super skinny legs and it's like yeah i don't think you got that butt naturally i think you got a bbl just don't also need the tiktok later don't trust tiktok influences for their workout like no it's uh, not the tiktok influence no the tiktok people i don't follow any influencers oh, okay. but the tiktoks people are making fun of the influencers in general okay don't follow influencers on yeah. uh workouts it, but some so are I, some are okay yeah apparently daisy keach is like one of them like her butt is like a bubble butt, but her legs are like very skinny. Mm -hmm. She does so a lot. Like, hmm, we don't trust them. Yeah, she does a lot of like quarantine butt workouts or like how I grow yeah. my butt kind of things like that. And it's like, is it natural? But then, I don't know. Are we questioning them because, like, why do we never question men? Exactly. Oh God, it's our it's our two wolves again fighting. <laughs> Oh what? man, <laughs> to be a modern day feminist. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's I, that's a great note to end on, I guess, because it's like the more that we talk, the more things end up being, it is not ideal feminism. Yeah, but really what is ideal feminism? Yeah. It's Fair. really, I think it's like what you're gonna learn your whole life. I don't think anyone is ever like the ideal. No one is perfect. Yeah. We're all, we're all working to it. And like a lot of things keep changing too, I think. So it's hard to be like, there's not one time we're going to be like, I am the perfect feminist now because something else is going to come out and something else is going to happen. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I have so much more to, like we have so much more to go and grow. Yeah, exactly. Um, correct us too. If you feel like we were wrong about anything, send us an email, comment below, tell us what your thoughts are. We are open to criticism. Yeah. But also, but also if you roast us, then I will cry. Because <laughs> they don't get mad at us for holding like these, I guess, non-traditional like feminist views because it's like we contemplated doing this episode. We weren't sure what, how people felt or what the reaction might be because we felt that we might have been, I don't know, hitting both sides of like. <laughs> like Antagonizing the audience. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Like there, there, there was no, like, no one would be happy with this because on yeah. one side we're like, yay, yay, feminism. But then the other side, it's like, well, actually we're not. And uh, we're still very oppressed by the patriarchy, I guess you would say. What can you do? It's what? funny because we literally had a feminist episode. Oh, yeah. 
what is this yeah. now? And now we're like now we are also wait a minute we're feminists but dark feminists <laughs> this is like are we regressing in our episodes <laughs> we're going no that was like women in the workplace more this oh, okay. is women in general okay cool feminism in general okay cool yeah, that's we're okay we're good. we're good okay um i guess question of the week then <laughs> um question of the week do you think that um what we said was truly feminist uh do you did anything what we say resonate with you let us know in the comments send us an email send us another mysterious zoom link we're at zero right now please validate us and make us feel yeah. better about the thoughts that we hold mm -hmm. you know um maggie said something like i don't know last episode or a few episodes ago about like uh misery loves company and i think it could apply again here so mm -hmm. i agree yeah Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Follow us and like us uh, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And join us again next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.